Hokery dokery do. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Got your water? I got my water. I got my, my you look, vape. You looking fly? I'm looking fly as a motherfucker. I know. I see that. I got my Eagles green on today. You're supporting it very well. You got... I'm, <laughs> you're, we have a Christmas ensemble going on, yeah, unfortunately. Because you have your uh, Valentine's Day... Well, Valentine's Day is Tuesday. So right. And then I had to. You look fucking hot. I mean, well, you got your titties all hanging out with little hearts covering your nips. I mean, they're they're kind of squished in here. Oh, they but. are squished. <laughs> Them tickle bitties are uh, pressing their luck. They really are. Like, I kind of feel like this heart is about ready to let a nipple loose. Like, <laughs> in any moment. Like, I feel like <laughs> if I laugh too hard, it's going to be like, boom, here it is. Yeah. Going to have a. A fabric heart embedded in the wall across the room. Yeah. Hey, actually, I think by the time I take this off, I'm going to have hearts embedded into my flesh, which actually <laughs> might be kind of hot. So when, we, when we're when we all done, we're going to have to take a picture of me taking this off. Absolutely. And then see what I'm left with, because that could be really hot. Absolutely. Yeah. You're always fucking hot, though. So. Well, thank you. But I am feeling pretty good myself today. I got my hair did. My beard's all trimmed up. I know. I got a new hat. You're looking fly for a while, guy. Fucking fly. <laughs> I'm liking it. So we are going to get this shit show on the road because it is Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, and we got to get this done so that I can watch the fucking game. Yeah. And I got to make us chili and I got to make us our finger foods. That's right. I got all this. Because we're going to watch the birds. Beat the Chiefs. I'm excited. I mean... I haven't watched them in a long time at the Super Bowl, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, but I grew up in an Eagles household. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got to respect the Eagles. They, they've had a hell of a season. Yeah. And I know my dad's probably losing his shit <laughs> because, you know, he's a diehard Eagles fan. <laughs> and... uh Start driving your mom nuts. <laughs> so, I'm going to support and represent the Eagles. Well, that's very nice of you. Because I also love Jason Kelsey. Like, you do love the Kelsey boys, so it, I do. And whoever wins, I mean, good for them. And it's going to be probably a good fight anyway, so it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. So we're going to get this shit done, and uh, we're going to get to football. Yeah. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, Buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Mm-hmm. It is episode number 29. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking 29. We got it. We're getting it. Got it. That's amazing. <laughs> So today we are going to talk about the struggle bus of yes. the swing lifestyle. Yes. I mean, we all ride that bus every once in a while, I think. Oh yeah. I think everybody um, kind of goes across that many times in the lifestyle, especially the longer you're in it because there's new people that come in or, you know, you lose your group that you normally get to hang out with because either they move away or they, they find just, other people. And, or they step back. You right. Know, right. They take a break and maybe they don't return. Yeah, so um, what's some of your biggest struggles in the swing lifestyle? I mean, like, what what makes it tough for you? Well, um, I think it's kind of just finding your, your niche per se when it comes to 
being in it. Um, like, cause I like to find a, a group of people where like I'm, fr- I'm, I can be friends with them. Right. I mean, that's uh, always, well, not always, but after we've been in it for a couple of years, we really figured out that our niche in this lifestyle is we want best friends with benefits. Yeah. Like I found like when we first started just to play with like a random freaked me the fuck out. Like it was too much pressure on me and I didn't like that. Like I felt like I kind of felt like I did when I was in high school where like you felt like you had to and not to like fit in or anything, but like, I just kind of felt like the pressure of, well, everybody's doing it. So, you know, you had to kind of follow suit. Right. And that's not how that works in the lifestyle because there's obviously we've we've talked about it. Um, there's many different variations to how you can go about the lifestyle and what works for one may not work for another. And as you go along, you find things that do work for you. And then it makes things a lot more of like a smoother ride. Right. And to go along with that, um, it's very hard to find another couple that is attracted to both of us and we are attracted to both of them yes. just to play. Yes. So for us, the whole best friend thing that allows us to really get to know that other couple. Right. And a lot of times their personalities can make them more attractive, you know, or it, our personalities can make us more attractive to them. Right. Cause you get to know them a little bit better and on it's a not, deeper level. Yeah. And it's not just like, Oh, you know, like physically they're attractive or there's some things that I find attractive about them, but then you are able to build upon that by getting to know them more. Right. And for someone like myself, you know, who I guess you could say is more on that demisexual line where I need that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, that plays in my favor because physically I may not be like super attracted to the point where like, I'm like, Oh my God, I want to fuck her so bad. Right. Which I don't really do that to anybody. Like it's not a, you're, you're not a like, Oh, Hey, that thing looks really hot. Let me fuck it. Because you just saw a hot body. Like that's not how you are. Getting to know them makes them more attractive to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key for us is we need that in order to go forward. Yeah. And it's very hard to find those, you know, best friends with benefits. It is. And and like you said, it's because, you know, trying to find the the connection where, you know, you're attracted to her, I'm attracted to him, it's a 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, yes, I'm picky, but like you you have to go with what you're attracted right. to and what's doing. Just be for like, you. well, you know, I guess I'll take one for the team this time, right? you know, cause that's not fair to anybody. Right. And I even have the thing too, where someone will feel like I wouldn't be attracted to them and I end up being attracted to them. And right. I mean, that's because you're a very attractive woman. Like you're on the higher end of the scale, I guess you would say as far as attractiveness. Okay. And you're attracted to, you know, guys like me. Mm hmm the more country boy, you know, bearded Mm -hmm. work with your hands for a living type of guy. You know, you don't generally go after the gym rats or the pretty boys. No, I don't go for model faces. And I, I'm definitely the one that I'm going to go for like that hardworking guy who isn't afraid to just 
be himself has had actual real life experiences like that's someone i'm about yeah because i mean you can go from somebody who looks like they have a hard body you know like just from doing physical labor yes all the way up to someone who's 300 plus pounds yeah i mean as long as they carry themselves well and have a you know a handsome face and yeah yeah like i mean outside of like the swinging life i've dated burly men and that's kind of been the thing that I'm drawn to. And I don't know if it's just because like, then I feel little, I mean, right. I'm already little, but well, like, I think you definitely have a size kink, like not, you not know, a dick size kink. Yeah. Like I think you really get off on the difference in size between yourself and someone you're with. Maybe. Which is amazing that we've been together for nine years because there's not that much of a size difference no. between us. No. You're 5'4", I'm 5'9". Yeah. And while, yes, I'm slightly heavy, mm-hmm. I don't look heavy. Like, I look like I'm like 160 pounds, but I'm much closer to 180, 190 usually. Yeah. But you usually tend to gravitate towards those, like, 6 foot plus, you know, 250 plus pound. Like, I, I go after, like, linemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm more of, like... A running back yeah <laughs> and you t- tend to go after linemen yeah so it's odd how we ended up together but but in the swing life you definitely gravitate towards those guys yeah i do i so. definitely i mean this just seems to be the, the thing for me right but those guys don't always believe that i'm into them yeah right like I, and i find it interesting i mean i i guess I find it interesting, but they're probably like their minds blown because they're like, what the fuck does this girl want with me? And I'm just like everything. (laughs) But the funny thing is though, that they are usually with an attractive woman as well. They are. Yeah. Unless they just feel like kind of like, you know, you're kind of like, well, I'm not really her type, but yet here we are nine years later. What was it? So maybe it's the same thing with them. Like they just kind of feel like, well, we've been together for so long. It just is what it is. That could be. All right. So that's, A big one for us. Yeah. Um, Another thing that a lot of people struggle with, I I feel like, is how expensive this lifestyle is. It's extremely expensive. You know, because you have... The hotel takeovers. Well, I'm not even getting there yet. Oh, okay. We're going to start real small. Okay, let's go. Just to be on the websites. Oh, yeah. You know, if you pay monthly, you're paying 20 plus dollars a month. Right. To be on SLS or Cassidy or STC, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course, like SLS has the lifetime membership where it's like 150 something dollars, which is actually the better deal. Yeah. So like if you're going to go on any of them and you choose like the one that's going to be more bang for your buck, is definitely going to just stay on SLS as much as everybody hates the site. It's going to be cheaper in the long run. Well, it also depends on where you're at. True. For the East Coast, SLS is king. Yeah. Even though it is a horrible, horrible website. <laughs> and if anybody works at SLS that listens to this podcast, <laughs> I hate your website. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm so glad I don't deal with it. And I just leave that to you. Like, I designed better websites back in like 2001. Well, they probably haven't actually updated their site since like the early 90s. I don't Well. It's right around 2000, but close enough. It looks like the nineties. It's fucking terrible. It's like, it's like the worst version of aim. Yeah. (laughs) So you have the expense and then 
we also have going to parties. Yeah. Hotel takeovers. Because at hotel takeovers, you're paying for the party plus your room. Mm-hmm. Plus anything that you bring for the weekend, you know, outfits, yeah. drinks, um, any snacks or food. Um, when you go to a club, you have to usually pay a membership fee. Right. Even if you're only going one time. Right. Then you have the couple's fee. Yeah. And God forbid if you're a single male. Because then you got to pay extra if you're a single male. Yeah. You usually have to pay double what a couple does. Right. Um, and then if you want to do anything lifestyle related, like a vacation mm-hmm. you can automatically just double the price of a vanilla vacation yeah just because Easy. it's quote-unquote lifestyle correct um it's just ridiculously expensive and the more you do the more you pay right because then even on like going along with all of those things some clubs will have themes hotel takeovers have themes they go to if you went to say um even like caliente when we went they had what three themes in that one weekend Mm -hmm. so you got to have outfits for all of it right and then if you don't you're gonna have to go and spend it like because i mean if you've been in the lifestyle for a while you're gonna accumulate some things so then you can kind of like be like all right reuse recycle yeah but if there's like a random one that you don't have you're gonna be dropping another 50 bucks if not more between you and your other half Right. Because you can't just dress up one of you. Yeah. And uh, there's also the expense of child care. Yeah. Like, and and the... The finding The of, availability of child care. Right. That's another big one for us parents. Um, yeah, we struggle with that all the time. It is very difficult to find somebody to watch your children so that you can go, hell, even out to dinner sometimes, you know, with another couple. Yeah. And that makes it very frustrating especially with us being down here, we don't have that support system that we had up in Pennsylvania. We don't have family. We don't have super close friends. Mm -mm. So we rarely go out down here. Yeah, we really don't. (laughs) It's not until our daughter goes back up north to stay with the grandparents for the summer. Yeah, and then we get that free time to be able to... Which we're super lucky to get that. Be ourselves, yeah. I mean, you know... (laughs) Like month and a half of freedom. Yeah, it's great that our... All of our parents, you know, want her to come up there and do that. Yeah. So that's about our only time to really get out and do things is in the summer. Yeah. And it kind of prohibits the things that we want to do you know, yeah. throughout the year. Yeah, because I, I kind of feel like a lot of the activities happen from like holidays. Halloween yeah. all the way up until like New Year's. Mardi Gras. Or yeah, or, or St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. But then in the summertime, there's nothing. Yeah. Why is that? Like, that should be the time where everybody's like, we're partying. But I mean, I guess it's only family vacations. Yeah, I was just going to say now, like, their kids are off of school. So So they have to be home now. So it's like, when we're free, no one else is free. Yeah. So that's very difficult. Um, Now, another big issue, especially for you women, Mm -hmm. is the constant DMs. And oh yeah. The constant talking to people. Yeah. Know. That kind of, um, okay. So for that, I kind of feel like you kind of get a little burnout. Um, just trying to keep up with everything and you, and us women, we get bombarded a lot on all the social medias. Um, mainly, Absolutely. mainly I, I feel it, or at least I see it a lot on Facebook and a lot of groups are really good about, Hey, like put permission out or, you know, 
you have to ask for permission to be able to DM somebody. Or if you're okay with DMing and you want people to message you, then just simply, you know, put that out as a comment like, hey, I'm open for DMs. But a lot of times you just get people that just jump in your DMs anyway. And I can't tell you how many that I get that are like, hey, I'm looking for a fun weekend for me and my girl would love to have you join. I've never spoken a damn word to you. Right. That's not how I go about this. Yeah. And that's not even your preferred dynamic. No. Like if they have read anything you've posted, <laughs> like you tell people all the time, I'm not your unicorn. Nope. I am not your unicorn. Not even close. Just because I post a picture of just myself doesn't automatically make me be a single female. No, right. Because all of your is. introductions on like in the groups all have me in there. Right. That we're a couple. Right. And that, you know, we look for other couples I mean, we do play separately, but I mean, that's on a case by case basis. Right. And that's something like, uh, and maybe I need to voice this more is that if I'm looking for somewhere where I'm going to play by myself, I will message or I will make that known. Exactly. Don't come to my DMs thinking that you're going to have some kind of a shot for making your wife's birthday amazing. Yeah. And no. (laughs) And people are not birthday presents. No. Stop doing that. No, fucking, it's raunchy. Yeah, it's super cringy. <laughs> like, like, here, I want to gift my spouse <laughs> one of your holes. Yes. Like, get the fuck out of here. I want to fulfill their fantasy for their birthday. I mean, that's really sweet, but you can do that any other time. Go do something special with them, not like lifestyle related. Yeah, Unless like, like they're going to have a big bash with all their friends from the lifestyle, but that's different. Yeah, see, it would be completely different if you said, hey, it's my wife's birthday she's bisexual but she doesn't get a lot of action yeah we would love if you and your husband would come to this event or whatever and if things go well you know maybe you could make her birthday special okay that is perfectly said like that to me shows so much more respect not only towards me but towards the wife right that i'm like all right this dude is like he's really thought this through and he's taking this on a very, uh, uh a very appropriate approach. <laughs> well, yeah. Because nothing's guaranteed. Right. Like, like you can't assume, even just, if you make plans with somebody to play, you could meet up and just not feel it. Right. But that doesn't mean like maybe the next time that things right. might change. But yeah, like if you were looking to have something like that happen, make it be more like, Hey, no pressure. I would love for you and your other half to come with. Yeah. Especially if like you've actually paid attention that that person is not technically a single. Right. And if people have paid attention to you or I at all, Mm -hmm. they would know that that situation is something I'm totally cool with. Like I don't have to be involved. If you want to go play with a female, go make her day. I don't fucking care. Yeah. You'd be like, can I be bros with the dude? Like we'll go bullshit and have some drinks. (laughs) I mean, like the only time I would need to really even know what's going on is if like, he wanted to join in and play with you. Right. Then it would just be a matter of, Hey, he wants to join. Is that cool with you? Right. And I'd be like, are you comfortable with that? And mm-hmm. if you said, yeah, I'd be like, okay, go have fun. Yeah. Simple. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. But I know a lot of these girls end up just getting bombarded in their DMS, just trying to, I mean, some of them are, are, are like that where, you know, they're looking to just randomly hook up with you and their other half, but there are the ones that are looking for, you know, connections and whatnot. And I know that you do get a lot and trying to keep up with it all. You do kind of get tired. 
Yeah. And that's completely normal to feel that way. Yeah. I mean, us men, we rarely get DMs. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely like I'm lucky the women. If, if I get one new person in my DMs every two weeks. Yeah. And I'm fairly active. You are. I feel like sometimes you're more active than me because like I get busy with like everyday life and then I need to get back on and whatnot. So like when I'm super active, that's when I see a lot more um, DMs that I have versus when like well, yeah, kind of lay back. Because you're putting your pretty face and yeah. your hot body out there, you know, because you post pictures all the time. I do. And that's an invitation to them apparently that yeah, apparently you want them in your DMS, even if it has nothing to do with like anything besides like a theme that the group is having, they'll jump in my DMS and I'm just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Now here's a less common problem. Okay. But it does happen. We've yeah. heard about it. Um, wife snatching. Mm. Yeah. So, why don't you tell me, you know, what you feel about this whole situation since you're the wife? Okay. So basically the, it, the wife snatching is where another couple will talk with another couple, but really what ends up happening is the conversation goes more towards the woman and slowly the man kind of gets pushed aside. And this then can lead also happening in the bedroom as well, where like everybody's down to play, you're all switching partners, you're going to have a good time, but then more tension's getting put on just the female and then the male's kind of setting off to the side and kind of without wanting, put in a cuckold situation. Yeah. And early on, like when, when we would do the soft swap situations, mm -hmm. that kind of happened quite a bit where- It did. Like- the man and the woman of the other couple would give you all the attention. Right. And then I'd just kind of be there like, do to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, when's somebody going to come suck my dick? Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, and it's, and it's one of those things where they don't come out and say what they're doing. Right. Because it just they're slowly happens. Yeah. Right, because they knew that there'd be no chance of us, of anybody playing with them. If they just came out and said, Hey, we only want the female. We just want your wife. Right. Because most couples are going to be like, yeah, no. Exactly. Um, and if that's the thing, if like that's what they're looking for, go find yourself a hot wife. Or, you know, well, <laughs> go find yourself a, a unicorn. Or, yeah, or a if, unicorn. If the wife obviously wants to spend time with the other wife. Right. Then you're looking for a unicorn. Yes. Don't go looking for couples. And just exclude the male. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's a douche move. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like now, if that were to happen to us, I would just be like, okay, we're done here. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I was really bad in the beginning where I didn't really pay attention to a lot of things that were going on because there was a lot going on and being ADD brain, it was hard for me to well, just focus on one thing. You also loved all the attention on you. I did, so I did, but you didn't even realize like what was actually happening. Like, wait, if she's on me, right, right. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like there was so much going on on just me. Like I wasn't paying attention to where you were. And if you weren't near me and the other people were on me, what were you doing? Nothing. Right. You weren't <laughs> doing anything. So now like I'm very much more 
observant of that. And I mean, it's hooked me a while too. Um, but now like I'm more, okay, what's going on in this scene? Am I enjoying it? Is he having fun? Who's where, who's doing what kind of thing? Right. Cause that took you a, a long time to kind of get out of that selfish yeah. mentality of yeah. everything has to be for me, 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 me. Right. You know, and, and like, it's not that you did it on purpose. It was just, that was it your was mentality. New, it was fun. And yeah, it fell onto my mentality of being a spoiled brat. Yeah. But you're much better with that now, thankfully. I've matured. Yeah. <laughs> so now the last thing that everybody hates. Oh, this has got to be a good one. Is the drama that oh, yeah. comes with the lifestyle. Yes. You know, it's yes. like a, a lot of people will refer it to being back in high school again. Mm-hmm. And in a, a big way, I can see that. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of drama that we see. And I don't know if it's because there's clicks, if it's because someone got butt hurt, if it's because communication fell through or part of one couple thought it, one thing and the other part of the couple thought something else and then it led to a dumpster fire but then that dumpster fire grabs other people yeah i personally feel like the big uh instigator of the drama Mm -hmm. is insecure people in the lifestyle that really have no business being in the lifestyle yeah i mean you definitely have to have and and i know everybody struggles with it but you have to have confidence and you can't have the insecurities that eat you alive after incidents of, you know, playing or right. being and in a world or a, a group of swingers. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is when a couple will say that they play separately. Mm-hmm. Right. But then when that happens, one person in the couple will get super butt hurt and make it seem like the person that their spouse played with is mm-hmm. the bad guy. Yeah. Because, you know, they may not have approached the other half to say, Hey, is it okay? That, right. You know, I talked to your man or I talked to your woman. And yeah. It's like, if you play separately, that shouldn't be an expectation unless you, you specifically laid out there that this is the only way play is going to happen. Right. And that falls strictly on the other half on that person's other half to tell people they may be interested in playing with, Hey, if you want to play with me, you need to go talk to my spouse. Right. And if they don't do that, then they don't get to play tough fucking shit. Right. You know, save your fucking drama. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. No, especially when it's the same bullshit every week. Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely feel that when it, like, being in the lifestyle, I don't want to have drama. There's enough drama in just everyday life. Like, I want to enjoy the lifestyle to just be able to relax, be ourselves, have really good friendships with people that are like-minded with us. Yeah. I don't want to have to worry about, oh, what if I'm interested in somebody, but then realize that they're like a root cause to drama all the time. Then I'm like, then I'll be kicking myself in the ass. Be like, why did I not see that red flag? Unfortunately, you know, the lifestyle is a great place for narcissists to hide. Oh, yeah. 
I could totally see that. So easy. You're going to have this. And the best thing that anybody can do is once they do start to spot those red flags is mm-hmm. to avoid those people like the plague. Yeah. Cause you'll be way better off in the long run Oh, absolutely. and you'll enjoy your time in the lifestyle. If you can spot those red flags and avoid them immediately. Yep. And I think we're pretty good at that so far every yeah. once in a while somebody slips through the cracks but i would say like i mean our first one hit us pretty hard well yeah um that but was, we were brand new at that yeah yeah um that one was definitely like a oh shit but now we know what to look for when it comes to if we were gonna find a unicorn what to be like yeah no that's not gonna happen no go versus right. like you know what she's a okay we can do this absolutely so i mean if you don't want drama, don't surround yourself with people that cause drama. That's right. exactly as easy as it can be. I mm-hmm. mean, it's very evident just by going in the Facebook groups or, you know, just paying attention when you go out to see who's always talking shit about other people. Yeah. Those are the people you stay away from. Yeah. Like basically the ones that like lay low and maybe here or there they post or whatever they do post is always like positive or like, you know, they're having a good time. They're supporting their other half. Those are the ones that you're like, you know what? They got their shit together. These are the type of people that should be in the lifestyle and you want to make friends with. Yeah. If, if people are constantly airing out their, their grievances (laughs) in public, those That's are not probably someone that you want to stay away from. Yes, definitely. I mean, if they're if they're putting it out there for everybody to know, what else are they putting out there for everybody? Exactly. I mean, definitely don't want them to be like airing out your fun sexcapades. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It could come up. Absolutely. So um, I think that's a good intro to the struggles of the swing lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, there's there's probably thousands more. Oh, I'm sure there definitely is. But th- those are the ones that we've come across. Yeah. You know, the most. And uh, if anybody has any other struggles that they deal with that maybe we didn't cover, please feel free to send us a message. Yeah. Or an email. And let us know. And maybe you've gone through something that we haven't discussed that was pretty major that kind of affected you in a slightly negative way come, coming into that lifestyle. Yeah, because we would love to hear about that yeah so let's go ahead and move on okay. to our poly segment yes um this is kind of gonna be a poly and swing segment right it, it kind of is yeah um so this was something that i had thought about um and it's and it's because we have heard this quite often when it came to the lifestyle um is now in the swing lifestyle we have been told that we seem to come across as a power couple and it still kind of like has us kind of confused as to why they feel that way. And I was kind of wondering, you know, is it from us on a, like us being poly, does that seem to have an effect on us as the swingers? Um, as that's far as good, like, yeah, that's a good question because I don't see us as a quote unquote power couple. No. 
Like, yeah. I mean, I've seen some where I'd be like, all right, I can understand them being like a power couple. You know, you've got your your male model who looks like he's chiseled. And then you've got your female who's like drop dead gorgeous. Like that to me, okay, is like a power couple. Well, yeah. And, but not only the looks, I mean. How they carry themselves. Well, how they act in the lifestyle. Yeah. Like to me, a power couple is the one that just, they're there to play. Yeah. 100%. Like that is their only mission. Okay. They walk into a place. They know they can pretty much get whoever they want mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, you got Fabio with the big dick mm-hmm. and you got, you know, a runway model with the perfect tits and ass Yeah, on the other side. And they're just going to go in, pick who they want mm-hmm. and play and they're out. Yeah. Like to me, that's a power couple. Okay. I mean, I, that kind of makes sense because it basically would mean like they would come across anybody in the lifestyle at a party and they can basically pick and choose who they want and play is going to happen. Right. That, that, yeah, that would be more of like a definition of like a power couple where we're not really like that. No, I don't feel we're a power couple at all. No, like we don't, we don't be like, Oh yeah, that's the couple we're going to go and we're going to make it happen. I mean, we rarely even play when we go out. I know. So (laughs) like the, the only thing that I can see is potentially what, people would put us in that power couple category mm-hmm. is, I mean, you are very pretty. I'm okay. You're handsome. But we do go into an event or a party with a level of confidence that some people don't have. Okay. Because we're not going there to play. Right. We're open-minded about anything that could potentially right. occur. We are going there to enjoy ourselves Mm -hmm. no matter what right you know whether it be just more of a vanilla thing Mm -hmm. or if we end up playing with other people or if we just play by ourselves like we don't care what happens as long as we have a good time right as long as there's a good time that ends for the night like or just the whole time not even just that's the night yeah and i think that could give off a power couple vibe because we're not the couple that's going to go in there and be like, Oh, I hope somebody wants to play with us or. You're right. You and, know. and we're not chasing anybody either. Yeah. We don't chase. I mean, far from it. Like <laughs> if that's what you're expecting, it ain't going to happen from either one of us. Right. <laughs> you could be the hottest woman or the hottest couple in mm-hmm. there. And if you think we're going to chase you down, just to play yeah no (laughs) it's not gonna happen (laughs) definitely not (laughs) and if you chase us down like in a creepy way like if you're like hounding us to play in an aggressive way yeah like that's not gonna happen either no because that turns me off and that turns you off because you're like why are we being like this because then you're gonna be like they just want her right and for me i'm gonna be like whoa this is way too much yeah like if you can't sit down, have some drinks, laugh. Yeah, like just have some conversation be yourself with me and him. That's yeah. what we're looking for. Then play is never going to happen. Right. So maybe it's stuff like that that makes us like seem like we're a power couple. Yeah, because we don't just give in to anybody. Right. I mean, like I don't know. Like I, I just kind of feel like when we do show up at parties, I do kind of feel like that's how we get looked at sometimes. Well, I mean, well, it, it, it doesn't help that we know a lot of people. True. 
I mean, we've been doing this eight years now. Yeah. And we went to a ton of hotel takeovers, you know, so there's two, three, four, five hundred people at each one of those. <laughs> yeah. So we've met a lot of people in this lifestyle. So when we walk in somewhere, you can almost guarantee we're going to know somebody. Yeah. Even if we've never been to this event or party or whatever. Right. Someone's going to walk up and be like, oh, Pedro, Dink. Yeah. Haven't seen you guys in forever. And I, I think that can intimidate some people. Well, yeah, because if they don't know who we are and that, you know, there's somebody that they frequently see at parties that recognize us, then they're kind of like, well, shit, like, should I know them too? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think that's an accurate thing. No, like that, not even that, close. that would make us a power couple. But no. like, I can see how some people may think that because we are kind of well-known. Yeah. At least up in the Northeast. Yeah, definitely up in the Northeast. We're, we're definitely well-known. So <laughs> like, I mean, even when we went to, I think, well, I guess when we were at Sunny Rest, we even had, oh, yeah, we met a ton of people that we knew. Right. <laughs> And we hadn't seen them in years. And they were like, oh, my God, how have you been? Right. And it was just. I That's mean, always it, fun, though. It was fun. Because you don't expect to see people. No. You know, certain places. And then, boom, there's your lifestyle friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was awesome. And, like, I like that experience. Um, but I do. It does kind of make you wonder, you know, what do, how, what do other people think when. Well, and then I think something that may hinder us in the swing lifestyle uh -huh. because we are poly mm. you know we embrace feelings yeah oh that was kind of like another thought i've always had in the back of my mind is you know how do how do people take us as being swingers towards them or us being poly towards them being swingers and us also being swingers like do they feel like we're going to try to like have a relationship with them. I think some might, you know, especially because we need that connection. Like we can't just be like, Oh, you're hot. You're hot. Let's go fuck. Yeah. Where we have to build that friendship, get that connection going. And then, you know, of course, once you do that, there is that level of, I guess, intimacy there a little bit where in a normal swing situation, there wouldn't be, it would just be like, okay, here's my dick. Give me your hole. That would, that would be hard to do. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's not how I play. That's not how you play. No. So I think that may scare some people off, you know, especially people that are like dead set on just being no like, feelings. Like, right. Like they can't. I don't even want to know your name, you know, type of people. I mean. And there are some people like that. Like they don't care. Yeah. They basically, they see you just as a object. And right. then once they're done, they're going to move on to the next object. You're just a human sex doll to them. Right. And I mean, that's how some aspects of the lifestyle is. Um, but that's just not how we go about it. And I feel like that's, we're not the only ones and they don't have to oh, be. Oh, absolutely not. They don't have to be quote unquote poly to not play like somebody's an object. Right. I mean, it just so happens that we are poly right? and we would prefer to have relationships rather than swing. Right. But because we don't have any other relationships at the moment, we swing. Right. <laughs> we just kind of, we do, we do both. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if we did have 
a partner or partners Mm -hmm. in the poly life that wanted to swing, we would probably still swing. Yeah. You know, it's just, we do the swing thing more for the social aspect of it. Yeah. Because we don't have anybody in like the vanilla friend world that would fully understand the needing of another person. And then like for us, like we really do enjoy having a girlfriend together. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people don't quite understand that. Um, Or they just think it's completely wrong. Yeah. So then you're just kind of like, all right, well, I can't really tell you that then. Or let this be known of how things are. Unless like they legit were your best friends and like, you know, they they knew everything in and out of you. (laughs) Yeah, which I mean like my best friend from up in PA, Mm -hmm. we've been friends over 20 years yeah, so he pretty much knows everything about you. And he knew all this about me, and it actually ended up getting him and his wife into the lifestyle. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, mean, to be able to have that as an opportunity, because you basically were, like, the gatekeeper to a whole new world. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call me a gatekeeper. I didn't keep him from doing anything. But <laughs> Well, okay. What would, you, what would you call it then? I was a facilitator. A facilitator. Okay. You know, I just helped open his eyes and his wife's eyes that there is. There's more out there. More out there besides just monogamy. Yeah. And you can be a lot happier that way because, I mean, we all know that you're not meant to just have one person. Right. I mean, at least that's how how we feel. Right. That is our ideology. Yeah. I mean, we're not meant to be monogamous. Yeah. Some people fully believe they are, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just don't push your bullshit on me. Right. Like, whatever works for you, boo, it works for works for you. All right. So, I guess some people will call us a power couple. Yeah. And we just have to kind of accept that, even though we don't fully understand what it means. Yeah. Like, what, how they see that we fit the uh, that term of being a power couple. Yeah. And we're just going to keep doing our own thing you know Mm -hmm. we're gonna be poly and we're gonna swing whenever we can yeah and uh we're gonna have a good time because that's that's the whole point why we're doing this (laughs) yeah all right so for our kink and bdsm segment this week yes we went ahead and retook the bdsm test yes and you can find the bdsm test by literally just going on google and typing in bdsm test and it's the first one that pops up yes it's bdmtest.org yes so um let me pull up mine real quick i got mine right here's in front of me oh shit where'd it go ha I found it. Sorry. It got hidden by okay. pictures. All right. So I guess, so mine's actually kind of changed interestingly enough. So for whatever reason, right at the top at a hundred percent is apparently I am a rope bunny, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure when I first took this test, that was like lower down on the chart. It was like closer to like the 60, 70%. <laughs> okay. And, what do you feel has changed? I think it's probably like the the giving up more control. So I have found that I love to be totally at your disposal. So if that means I'm completely tied up to whatever and can't move and you just do whatever you want to me, then that is what I want. But does being tied up like just by itself, like does that 
give you more of a a positive feeling yes than it used to yes okay. <laughs> completely yeah because like just like the thought of it touching my skin i'm just like oh, yes <laughs> right because being a rope bunny is more about just the bondage itself not about yeah. any other sexual act yeah it's it's definitely having it basically be holding me is what i'm i'm into okay yeah so what else you got um well this has moved up uh 98% slave, which, I mean, obviously that makes sense now since I have progressed from being a submissive up to now being a slave. And um, I am also still have my baby girl scenario. Um, so basically I still have my tendencies of acting like a teenager. So I'm not really like a baby girl, but... I act like I'm basically like 16. So I have my hyper my hyper times. And right. So you're a, a middle. You're not yeah. a little. Yeah. I'm not a little. And it doesn't even say little. It just says like boy slash girl. So it's basically yeah. just like a slight age play kind of thing. Um, and of course I'm an exhibitionist 97% because I do enjoy having people watch me while mm -hmm. we fuck and do shit. <laughs> Um, I'm still a masochist, 95% of that. So I enjoy having pain. My main thing is like my brain is still kind of going, okay, I don't know about this, but my body's like, I love this. And I love the bruises at the end result. Yeah. You are a very odd masochist. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm just saying because out of all of the submissives that I have dealt with uh -huh. that were masochists they could translate that pain into pleasure in real time oh where i'm like a delayed right because like if i had like a bruise on my ass and i like forget about it and sit down i'm like ooh. yeah like you don't like how you get your bruises no and you don't like the pain while it's happening right but when it's all over and then that like feeling of I just got the shit beat out of me yes. washes over you. That's what you enjoy. Yes. I am a little twisted. Like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Cause like you bitch and complain the whole time. I do. But then as soon as we're done and I could be like, we can do that again. <laughs> yeah. Like you have your blanket on, you're drinking your water and you're just kind of like coming down from that high uh -huh. and you're like, Oh my God, it felt so good. Yeah. But meanwhile, while I was flogging or spanking or, you know, doing anything to you. You're like crying your eyes out. You're like, oh my God, it hurts so much. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Like a little bitch. But then afterwards you're like, oh, I love that. I know. I'm, I'm a little bit. Maybe that's where the exper experimentalist comes in. Eh, I mean, in the beginning, probably like in the beginning of your impact journey. But yeah. I, I think the experimentalist comes in because you really won't turn anything down. Like, you'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it at least once. Like, there's very few things that you'll say no to. As of right now, it's sucking feet. <laughs> but even then, like, if we were in a scene and I made you do it, you would do it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> why, do like you gotta, I, why do you have to be like, I know you would do it. And I'm like, no, no. And you're like, yeah, but if we weren't doing this, you, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, you're right. I would. <laughs> I would still be like, okay, I'll do it once. I mean... Honestly, the only thing 
that I can 100% guarantee that you would be a hard no, no matter what is scat play. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that is completely a no. But that's literally the only thing. Wow. I think you would actually say no to. So then in a way I've kind of like, everything is pretty much a, yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure like I could get you to try like needle play and mm. blood play and stuff like that. Like e- even though it's not on your list of like, yeah. I want to try this. Yeah. If I said, this is what we're going to do. You'd be like, okay. <sighs> like you'd be scared and shit, but, yeah, but okay. once we did it, then you'd be like, Oh my God, that was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I know it would. I mean, I know you well enough now that I know what, what would work and what yeah. is like, yeah, that's a hard no for her. Yeah. But I also know what I can and can't do with those things. Right. Like you have, you have to know like what you can do with me in a, in a given scenario where I would be open to it and I wouldn't really like have right. too many qualms about it. It's not like I'm going to take a needle and like pin your labia lips together or something. Right. Like I know that would be too much for you right now. Yeah. But I would totally, you know, stick fine gauge needles in your nipples and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I could see you doing that. And I might be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's the experimentalist in you. Yeah. Um, so I also am at 89% now for degrading. Which is good because I love degrading. You do. And I'm like kind of about that. Um, Which, okay, it's taken. A while probably six years from when we really started like the degradation and humiliation stuff in our scenes. Yeah. Because you came from a bad relationship and or relationships Yeah, where you were treated very poorly mm-hmm. by the guys that you dated. So I had to walk that fine line yeah. of degradation and, and humiliation because I had to get you to, uh, trust me pretty much yeah. <laughs> to know that the things I'm saying or doing or whatever comes from a love aspect. Uh-huh. I love how you're just sitting over here trying not to come right now. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It, it's good. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you wondering why she's acting like an idiot right now, uh, she's using her toy that she'll be talking about on Ting's toy box in huh. the next segment. So coming up, <laughs> yeah. So if she comes prior to that, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yes, it'll be fine. Um. So let's see. I got seventy nine percent for a brat. Shocker. Right. Which that's actually kind of moved up because I was more of like a good girl, and then I've kind of decided that. Right, but you have. I, finally understood the difference between like a an actual brat and someone who's just being saying that they're a brat so they can be a bitch right exactly there's definitely so now you're being more of a brat because you know i enjoy that you do you definitely do um so i have a 76 for voyeur which makes sense because i do enjoy watching others Mm -hmm. um non-monogamous is at 72 so it's a little bit low yeah that actually kind of surprised me a little bit yeah but i think that's probably because it takes somebody very special yeah for you to want to go 
and have a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like something has to really be like, okay, I really, I can see more with this person. So it's not like I'm adamantly about it. Like I have to have it. It's just more or less, will that person come along? That makes me be like, I need this person. Right. Like it would, that person would have to add a lot of value to your life. Yes. In order for you to take on another relationship. Correct. Correct. Um, <laughs> so then I have, do you want me to keep going all down all of them? Yeah. Okay. So I have 60 or 68% is dominant. Which is your switch side. Right. Which I think I actually missed the switch because the switch is at 87%. Right. So like I can switch with females and some males and some males just, it's hard to switch with you, but your dominant side is, is coming up. It is. It is because I think it used to be lower in like the fifties or forties. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely improving. And then, um, a 60% or I'm sorry, 67% rigor. So, so, so you want to tie some people up. Yeah. That might be a whole like part of like wanting to tie a cock up and mm-hmm. like have a guy be at my mercy. I can totally understand that. <laughs> um, and then, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to like read as I'm like fighting coming right now. Um, 50% degrader. So, so you like to talk your shit too. Apparently. I mean, I do. I mean, in some of my video calls, like I, I do like calling people my cum slut and my whore and my like, dirty little slave and things like that. So it's building. It's not great, but it's building. Um, apparently a brat tamer. I'm not really sure about that one. So 46%. Well, I, I think that's for like, especially the submissive men uh, maybe. that want to get a little cocky with you and you know, you want to put them in their place. Yeah. Cause I've seen you do that a couple of times. Um, and then, Thirty-three percent. I'm still vanilla, which is very interesting, right? Like where, where does that come in? I don't know. I guess I'm not like fully like hardcore enough in all the other areas. Well, yeah, because if you haven't put like strongly agree on some of these answers, uh, yeah. So that would be why like it's not fully yeah one way or another. Um, twenty-eight percent being a master or a mistress. Obviously, for me, it would be a mistress. So that's kind of moved up a little. Uh, pet play is really low. It's at 19%. Owner of a pet is at 14 Primal, 5%. Daddy or mommy, I'm at 3%. I'm not really into that. Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to do what I do yeah, as no. like a daddy dom. Like you couldn't be like a mommy to like a guy. No. And then uh, 0% for Primal. That's just a, yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. All right. So my test s- stays pretty much the same. Uh huh. Um, I got 100% dominant, Ooh. 100% master slash mistress, mm. 100% sadist. I can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I love hurting people. Uh, 100% degrader, mm-hmm. 99% non monogamist. Okay. Not sure where that 1% came from, but, um, 97% exhibitionist. Cause I also love people watching me 
I'm 96% voyeur. I love watching other people. 88% experimentalist. And I think that comes from like, I will try new things. Mm-hmm. And especially when I have to be more submissive, like when I'm training you to be dominant, right. I have to be your submissive. You do. And from when I learned to be dominant, you know, I had to be a submissive for six to eight months. Right. And I had to try a lot of things I would never fucking try. <laughs> that you, <clears throat> and that's still kind of a lot of things that you would not want to ever do again. Yeah. But, but I will to train you. Right. Like it's a double edged sword. Cause I want you to be a good dominant. Well, I appreciate that. So that means I have to suffer through things that I may not like, but, um, um, an 80, 80- Six percent owner, uh-huh. which you know, eighty-six uh, <laughs> percent uh, rigor. Uh, uh, Listen to this bitch. Uh, Getting off already before her segment. Uh, um, I fought it for a while. Then I'm also an eighty-six percent daddy slash mommy. So mm. that's that that daddy dom in me that mm. I can take control of a situation and make sure that my little or middle is taken care of is taken care of. And you do a very good job at that. Oh, thank you. And 81% brat tamer. Cause like I said, I do <laughs> you love, do enjoy them. I love a good brat. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and then this actually surprised me a little bit. What? 57% primal hunter. Oh, but but I think it's the chase for me. Right. Like it's not so much the, the, the acting out of like yeah, a prey and predator. Yeah. It's not the, like the primal growling and yeah, like that, like, that doesn't do anything for me either. No. I mean, I'm not a growler, but the chase. Mm-hmm. And to me that falls in with the brat category, like having a good brat because yeah. if I'm like, you know, you're going to get your ass beat and they're running away from me. That's where you're feeling. Like it. I'm going to chase. Yeah. Like I'm a fucking wolf. Right. Like I'm going to get you no matter what. Right. So I think that's where that comes in at. And I can see that because I think that's happened before with one of our exes where oh yeah. like she would taunt you quite often. <laughs> uh, and then I got 18% age player. So I mean, for me, like, I don't want to change my age. Like, I'm not, you know, going to be older or younger than I am. Right. Like, I will do the whole daddy dom thing for somebody who wants to be a little or a middle. So maybe that's where, like, the age play comes in because, like... You have to kind of accommodate for them. Yeah, where but I don't want to do it myself. Right, no. Like, you wouldn't change you. Yeah. And then 16% vanilla. Mm, okay. And then <laughs> I am 7% switch. <laughs> yeah. That's that's where the that little bit of I have to be a submissive for you comes in. That, that, that 7%, that's all I got to work with. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I do a good job for you. You really do. You really do. And like the the other session that we had wasn't bad. Um, actually, the two of them that we had they weren't they weren't too bad. No. You definitely you can you can do it. Um, and it's I think it's been a little bit easier for me 
to kind of feel like I can dominate you? Well, that's because like I'm really trying to play into that submissive role. Yeah, so to kind of like how a submissive would act. Oh man, this thing's hurting my titties. Yes, because Sorry. I want you to get the full experience of dominating somebody. Right. And it's hard to do that if I'm going to sit there as your dominant, making you feel uncomfortable to the point to where be. to where you can't dominate me. Right, right. right. So I have to kind of give in 100%. And just be like, yes, mistress. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's only going to be for, you know, X amount of time. It's not, you know, all the time. And Right. Because we have a thing where at 730 at night, mm-hmm. our roles switch. Yeah. That's what we're doing so that you can learn to be dominant. Yes. And so far, I mean, it, it was working pretty well, but then I had a shit week at work. And yeah. And then I got my period. And then so. you got your period. So we didn't really <laughs> do anything all week. We really didn't. Um, which is okay. Yeah. But probably, you know, like tonight and this week, yeah, we'll get back into that. Yeah. Because you want to get your practice in before our friend comes to visit for a couple of days. Yep. And, uh, you really want to dom him. Oh yes. So that I do got to get you prepared for that. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, um, if you want to see where you fall, on the BDSM test, make sure you go check that out at bdsmtest.org. And if you have any questions about your results, feel free to join the Facebook group. Yeah. We talk about all that stuff and and we'll be posting our results in there. Yes. So that everybody else can follow it and they can post theirs up. And if they have questions, we can help them on it. Exactly. So, all right. Um, I think I have. Am I in a box? Yeah, you're in a box. What kind of box am I in? It's Tink's Toy Box. Hey, baby, pick me. No, fuck you, buddy. Pick me, you dirty slut. <laughs> I thought I had that loaded you on You did. There. You did. And it's pink, so it's that's how we know which one it yes. is. So, uh, as you've already heard, she already came once from this fucking thing. I did, yeah. So, describe what you're so, using here. This is a gift that I received from one of my snap followers and it's like the size of I can literally hide it in my hand it's a green I guess you would kind of call it as like a would you call it like a leaf yeah kind of I mean it's kind of like a leaf it has like a rounded point it's all silicone has vibration settings there are seven of them which is like the generic that all of them have um it lasts for a while and it's really 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 good when you just got done charging it so i must have been like holding it on for like the longest bit of the last life of battery that it had so now that it's nice and fresh i don't even have to go past the second one and i could probably come with just the first one um so i won't even need to go to like the third setting that won't even be necessary um but it just vibrates um, it has a little nub on the inside. So if you wanted, you could hold the whole thing like right on your clit, but I like to be more pinpoint. So then I just turn it. So then I just have the rounded edge, like right on my clit. Okay. Why so, don't you, and it's uh, all just a clit toy. Right. Might have to slide out so that the camera out? can pick it up. Okay. Let's see. He won't tell me where to put my body. Where would you like my body? Yeah, so slide out to the side. This way? Does this work? 
no, you should be good there. Okay. Hang on. Oh, goodness. And I actually. It in between my legs. <laughs> I'm trying to do it with my toe. <laughs> me using my feet. Give me. Oh, dear. Oh, here we go. Oh, goodness. Okay. Is it on? Oh, is it? Okay. Wait, can we hear the vibration of it? There we go. Oh, my. Yeah, it's super quiet. It is super quiet. Like, that's something you could totally use, like, in public. Yeah. Like, they might hear, like, a little bit of a, of a hum. Like, I, I, don't think I, so. I can hear the hum over the mic, the, the headphones. It's literally not even picking up on the microphone. But if I do it like that up against the microphone, almost you can hear it. Barely. Wow. It's super quiet. So, so that's the first. That's the first setting. Okay. That's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the second one. You still can't hear it. That's awesome. So yeah, this could totally. Yeah, like you could take this to work. You could take it to work. You might just come really loud. Yeah, like if you're a loud orgasm haver, then. Or a squirter, you might have a mess. uh, Yeah, that would probably be an issue. This one has me squirt before. But you could totally take it to the bathroom if you need to relieve some stress. Yeah. You know, just go in the stall and. And just let it do its work and it does not take long to do that. Yeah, I mean, for you. I'd be done in like five minutes. If that. If that, yeah. Because like you're already like quivering your lip. I know. I'm like, is there anything else I could say? Because once I get too close to coming, like it's for, forget it. I just, I won't be able to. Yeah. And you're using the point of it. Yes. Like, like right on your clit. Right. Like you're not laying it flat. Like, you could, it's lay, you could lay it flat if you wanted. Right. Because it has a nub on the inside. Which I think that's how it's supposed to be used. I'm sure. But you just kind of take the very tip of it and just put it right on your <laughs> clip. <laughs> I don't got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> like if I wanted to like really do its job quickly enough, then ooh, then I would uh, just do that with the tip. And that usually seems to like get me pretty much there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like that's been your go to for quite a while now. Yes. And it's it's super uh, right in the it, it fits in my hand. It does. It's like right in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 I love watching you come. Oh. 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 Oh, those are like little ones. I'm only having little ones now. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. There it comes. Oh, oh my god. That's a big one. That made my dick hard. Oh shit. <laughs> did it make your dick hard? It did. <laughs> I have a little bit of a wet spot. That's okay. It made me gush a little bit. That's okay. Is that okay? <laughs> it is. Oh, oh. So it definitely did its thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely did, did did its thing. And for you, it'll just get you over and over and over and over again. Yes. Until you're literally crying. Yeah, to, to the point where I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. 
And that one's actually pretty cheap, I think. I think this was only like... It was like 20 bucks, wasn't it? It was like 20 or 30 bucks. Or no, no, I think it was like 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. So we'll put the link for that in the show notes. Yes. And uh, we'll have the link on Facebook as well if they let me post it. They're kind of finicky about links. Yeah, we can put it in comments. Yeah, we can put it in the comments, hopefully. And she's going to come again. Her eyes fucking roll back in her head. It's it's be, it's the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely worth the twenty dollars though. Oh yeah. Like we've spent a lot of money on toys and this is by far my favorite toy. And yeah, it's her favorite fucking toy. Like, Cheap little twenty dollar <laughs> clip vibrator. I I used it the other day <laughs> and I was so close to my O and the battery died. Oh no. Well, I guess you should fucking charge your shit more often. But the battery lasted forever. Okay, well, it's it's gonna die at some point. I mean, so you gotta learn to fucking charge your shit. Yes, and it it's a a plug in one. Yeah. So it's not a u it's a USB cord, but the plug goes into the toy. Right. Like it's a a, I forget what you call that one, but it just it's like an auxiliary cord. Yeah, it's it's the single prong one that you just stick in. The little hole. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to come again. I might. Go ahead. One last time for our listeners. Okay. One last time. Since nobody wants to send us their orgasms, we'll give them a bunch. <sighs> and now it wants to escape me. Put me on the spot. <gasps> Well, just imagine that you had a dick in your mouth and in your pussy right now at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Be using you like a little fucking whore. Cause I know that's your favorite thing. Uh-huh. Maybe we could even bring in a third guy and make you airtight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a good girl, see? Uh, Three dicks, that's what it took. No. <laughs> that would be a lot, a, a lot. Like you'd complain. Oh, probably not. Oh, yeah. So since you can't see her, she is like leaned back in her chair, head back, eyes closed, legs spread toy still on her clit oh like she's chasing another one uh. oh and she just squirted uh. all over the place uh. i love this little toy oh god oh oh yeah oh that's a good little toy that's okay. my good little bitch <laughs> Okay, I'm good now. <laughs> okay, that was what, four, five? <laughs> I think it was like five. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. $20 toy. Yes. Five orgasms in a matter of 15 minutes. You're welcome. Ta-da. <laughs> Go birds. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast at 
Tink Swings One and at JUST underscore Pedro eighty three. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for five ninety nine a month you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.